Hello, this is Ed Cohen, your host, broadcaster on Global Radio Talk Show. We're on the air, bringing together people in business related to the world of global talent pipeline development. And this means global HR business leaders involved with acquisition, comp and ban, training and development, and talent mobility management, covering both business travel and project assignments. Maya Hu Chan is a globally recognized keynote speaker, executive coach, and author. She was ranked top eight global solutions thinkers by Thinkers 50, world top 30 leadership gurus, and top 100 thought leaders in management and leadership. Maya has worked with thousands of leaders from organizations around the globe. So let's welcome Maya Hu Chan. Hello. Hi, Ed. How are you? Thanks for having me today. Really honored to have you as our guest. So I would like our audience to know more about you before we have a conversation about global business and global experiences, global mindset. Just tell the audience quickly that uh, Maya Huchan has been rated one of the world's top eight global solutions thinkers by Thinkers50, and one of the world's top 30 leadership gurus, and that was in 2013. Maya is an international management consultant, an executive coach, and author. In fact, Harvard Business School has chosen her book, Global Leadership, The Next Generation, to be one of their working knowledge recommended books. Maya Huchan is also a contributing author to 10 leadership and management books. Maya Huchan was born and raised in Taiwan and lives now in San Diego. She has worked with literally thousands of leaders in global Fortune 500 companies around the world. Tell us about your book that was chosen by Harvard, Global Leadership, The Next Generation. Is it a big, thick book? Well, the book was really based on a multi-year research and with something that we have done to study over 200 leaders around the world in about 120 different organizations worldwide, which include corporations that also include government agencies and nonprofit. But mostly the organizations that we study are uh, global Fortune 500 companies in a variety of industries in about six different continents. And the leaders that we interviewed and studied in this research are, um, are leaders who were identified by their organizations as the future C-level executives. So they were certainly um, highly valued and they're high performers, and they're all considered successful global leaders. So we had the opportunity to have an in-depth study with this group of successful global leaders and as a result of that, we uh, concluded uh, some of the key competencies for global leaders and what makes global leaders successful to, uh, to work across cultures and uh, to uh, grow their business successfully in different markets. Well, this is interesting. Now, since 1988, Maya Huchan has trained and coached thousands of leaders in global Fortune 500 companies, as we said uh, earlier, throughout the Americas, Asia, and Europe. Maya has lectured at the Brookings Institution in Washington, at the University of California in San Diego, the University of Southern California in L.A., 
Pennsylvania State University and the University of Chicago. Now, I want to start this off by asking a question about globalization and understanding global strategy, you know, about the mindset of being a leader in business, not necessarily the CEO, but somebody on the way up, say someone who's 30 or 35 years old, but a high potential. What should they be doing to achieve more and to broaden their perspective? Well, you know, I have worked with thousands of leaders who have shared some experiences with me in terms of how did globalization affect them and their professional life and also as a leader. In today's world, like you said, globalization is it's everywhere and it's here to stay. So whether you work for large corporations or mid-sized or even small organizations, that you have to be aware of the global marketplace. And, uh, you, you know, when something happened in, in Sydney, Australia, or something is happening in London that can affect someone sitting um, in Detroit. So it really is something that I think leaders need to be aware of and develop this global mindset so that they can operate effectively and continue to be successful in their business, whether they have global responsibility or not. Um, and leaders very often tell me that they will be operating within the more of a domestic environment and literally overnight the company either get bought or acquire another company and all of a sudden they started working with customers in different parts of the world or they have inherited a team or being part of a new team that have coworkers or team members are literally sitting thousands of miles away and they have to accomplish business objectives together. So this is something that leaders have to face on a daily basis. So then how do you how do you develop this global mindset and how can you truly become a global thinker, uh, especially when you're operating in this kind of complex environment? First and foremost, I always tell my clients that you need to understand your company's global strategy and their ambitions. And it's not just understanding what's written on a piece of paper or in the email announcement, but also most importantly is how does your role how does your role fit into this vision? So how does your day-to-day -day work and your decision and your actions contribute to the overall success of your company's business? They have to know and be really clear about what they are really there to achieve and understand the different markets of importance for the business itself. So they have to align themselves right. with the business. So how does one elevate their thinking? Well, you know, if you, um, if you sort of imagine that you're going hiking, right, and climbing a mountain, and if you are standing on the bottom of the mountain and you don't see very far, probably 50 feet the most, and then as you start climbing up the mountain and you go up to halfway and then you look around and all of a sudden, you see things from a very different perspective. You can see farther, you can see what's beneath you, and you can probably see two, three miles down the road. And then if you continue to climb up, then you will be, once you reach the, the peak of the mountain, then all of a sudden you have a 360 
degree perspective, and you'll be able to to look much farther and much wider. And also, you can see, well, hey, wait a minute, there's uh, some dark clouds over there and uh, 10 miles forward, and perhaps there's a storm approaching. Or, well, I see some uh, potential competition coming this way. You'll be able to really have a very different perspective. So it is important if you're the leader, keep that in mind, and then think about how can I continue to climb the mountain and expand my vision. You know, and Chinese has a uh, proverb says that you never want to be like a frog live on the bottom of the well. So if you think about the frog that lives on the bottom of the well, right, and what does the frog see? Basically, it sees the wall are all the way around him, and also he looks up the sky. And what do they see? It's a circle of sky. And if the, the frog continues to live there the whole, the whole, his whole life on the bottom of the well, from his perspective, that's the world. That's the sky. That's the size of the world. That's the sky. And based on what he can see from the bottom of the well. So as a leader, that you have to um, continue to remind yourself that I need to climb up in the mountain. I don't want it to stay on the bottom of the well and continue to elevate my thinking and give myself the opportunity to get out there and, and to, to, uh, to expand my experience and to get more exposure by traveling, working with different people, communicate, ask questions, and be curious. Okay, now let's dig a little deeper and tell us about your practice in global leadership training, global leadership development? Sure. I work with leaders in uh, different organizations and various industries to help them develop their global leadership capabilities. What it means is that very often, based on the research, we have identified five key leadership competencies for effective global leaders. So traditionally, when we think about effective leader. We think that you need to have a vision, you need to be able to communicate well, you have to serve the customers, and you have to be able to continue to grow business and manage your team. Those are all important, and they're always going to be important. However, if you want to be an effective global leader, you have to do more. So we have identified five key competencies that are so critical for effective global leaders. And first and foremost is what we just talked about, that they have to be able to think globally and have a global perspective and global mindset. And secondly is to be able to appreciate cultural diversity. Now, as we know that when we work globally and when we operate in a, in a global business environment, we're going to meet and work with people who are coming from different cultures. So to be able to develop this cultural sensitivity and also this ability to work with people from a different cultural background is so critical. And the third competency is to develop technological savvy. Leaders must be able to recognize that utilizing technology to communicate and also to grow their business is critical for the success of global business. So how do you take advantage of all the technologies that are available to them and to communicate with their team and to be able to 
effectively leverage the technology uh, to expand their, their market share and to, to connect with their customers and to continue to innovate. It is extremely important for leaders to have. You mentioned to get out there, get out of town, go travel, and, and not just be a tourist, although it helps to uh, get some perspective, but actually learn from people who are in different cultures, being able to sit and talk with them and to learn from them, even though it might be uncomfortable at first. Right. Exactly. And I think that being an effective leader, one of the, the questions that I asked the leaders in, my, in the research project for my book was that, what do you think is the most important attribute that a global leader should have? And I was very surprised that one word that kept coming up over and over again by the people that I interviewed, and the leaders could be coming from different industries and uh, coming from different cultural backgrounds, but this word, adaptability, it was coming up, it was mentioned over and over again, and they emphasized how important it is to be adaptable, to be flexible, and you wanted to maintain the core value of who you are and be authentic. But meanwhile, as a leader, you can't, you can't continue to operate as the way that you always operate in your home country. You have to be able to adapt. And you have to be able to reflect the situation and ask yourself, what do I have to do to make it work? And so to be able to adapt to different cultural scenarios, different business situations, and then to remain open and flexible. It is so critical. So we talk about to get out there and to gain global experiences, exposures, and work with different people and ask questions. And then reflect on what do I have to do to, to close the gap and then truly be effective in working and building that rapport with my business partners. A lot of people in business outside of the U.S. speak multiple languages. And right. being an American, I don't have that experience, and it hurts. But it's really hard to learn a new language. And sure. so people outside the U.S. know this, especially well-educated business people, what can be done? I mean, you can take a language course and all that, but that, that means nothing uh, to people who you have to have trust with. What's an idiot's guide to doing business globally? For one thing, I think that for native English speakers, we have the special advantage of having English as the global business language. And if you travel around the world, Typically, when we're working with a multicultural team or a multicultural environment, then the, the, the common language is English. So we have this advantage. But we also need to be mindful about the, the most of the people that we work with who are not native speakers that may not understand some of the slangs and idioms that we're using. And also, the native speakers need to be mindful about the speed and the pace that we speak because we're so comfortable with our native language that sometimes we can be we can be talking way too fast and people can get completely lost so that 
I think one thing is that to be mindful that we have this advantage, but then we also need to be mindful about that. Uh, in fact, a lot of uh, people who, who speak English as a second or third language are struggling to understand the native speakers. So then I think that the kind of self-consciousness goes both ways. It's not just the native speakers, but also even more so for the non-native speakers. So I often would remind my clients and uh, the leaders I work with to really slow down and use simple and clear ways to communicate and never assume that people always, they understand what you're talking about. So uh, I think it is the, the native speaker's responsibility to make your message clear and also be patient with non-native speakers of English because they're uncomfortable. They can be quite embarrassed about their English. So encourage them and be patient and help them communicate clearly. And I think that's something we can all work on. Maya Huchan, what is your website, please? My website is www.mayahuchan.com. So it's M-A-Y-A-H-U-C-H-A-N.com. Okay, no spaces, no dots, no hyphens, correct? No, nope, it's all one word. Okay, Maya, M-A-Y-A-H-U-C-H-A-N.com. This is great. Thank you for being our guest on Global Business News. Thank you, Global Ed. Radio Talk Show. No, thank you. Maya Huchan is a globally recognized keynote speaker, executive coach, and author. She was ranked top eight global solutions thinkers by Thinkers 50, world top 30 leadership gurus, and top 100 thought leaders in management and leadership. You've been listening to Global Radio Talk Show. Thank you. We're all about world trade's effect on company, strategy, employees, and culture. This is Ed in San Diego, signing off. Yes, I think to myself, what a wonderful